And the little girl goes, well, that bug has a huge dick. <laughs> Welcome, Janksters. No, we're not there yet, Mugs. Oh, I don't eat peaches because I, I came way too quick. This is and from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never, what the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. OMG, that's amazing. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. In all seriousness, yeah. shut the fuck up. What's up, party people? It's Quitters Never Give Up. This is episode 76. I was going to put something from Hamilton that Lindsay had mentioned before, but I don't know anything about Hamilton. So, Hamilton, remember when you called a cup of tea in a chat and you said, and uh, Bean was playing 76 trombone and you had said something, you had said, there's a Sam- oh. Hamilton song. That's a, that is a very deep cut. This is a very deep cut, but I didn't have time <laughs> for that. Anyhow, all of the Quitters are here, including Drew. Uh, we have a special guest here today. It's Sam. This is Santa Monica. Welcome. Hey, good morning, yeah, guys. Welcome. Uh, are we doing Kevin and Bean Ertle or yes. Kevin and Bean? Yeah. Hardest game in the world or something, Edwin? The problem is we're too good at this. So what we're doing is a crossover Kevin and Bean Ertle with the hardest game in the world. Okay. Presenting the hardest game in the world. So here we go. Okay, so it turns out that's too hard. This is a moment with Kevin. Reversed, of course. Har- hardest game in the world style. Ready? Here we go. No, I don't got it. Let's do the regular. We need an update. Just now we message you. Yeah. So we, we send it to everyone, right? If you're like me, yeah. I know the Lindsay quote, is correct. but I don't know the situation. No, yeah. Lindsay's correct. All right, give me the next second. Drew's got not the young, so that's not right. <laughs> Didn't even bother, so that right. Okay, let's go to the next one then. Ready? We need an update for when the... Hmm... We need an update for when. Drew, you got anything? I thought this was one of the easy ones. No, I'm I'm actually drawing a complete blank here, so. Me too. Okay, three seconds. Here we go. We need an update for when the book comes out on TV. What the fuck? There's one letter missing from the end of that. (laughs) D, DVD. Yeah, that's right. Okay, here's the full thing. We need an update for when the book comes out on DVD. This was in 2011. They were doing a documentary on the Kings of Leon. So they had the director on. His name was Stephen Mitchell. He made a documentary called Talahina Sky, the story of the Kings of Leon. Okay, so they're interviewing him. Now listen to this. This is how it goes in real time. But then there's the drinking and walking off stage while you're the lead singer of a band. <laughs> that would make anyone mad. 
Well, like I said, I, I wasn't down there. I don't know. I, I need I, an update on the DVD, though, when it comes out. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? Kevin said that right. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess we're wrong. Well, let's just join the interview. Up, and I'm looking forward to seeing more shows coming soon. Steven, listen to me. We need an update for when the it comes out on DVD. You need an update on what? Uh, what? On what I'm asking you. There's a lot of trouble that was caused by the drinking. There's got to be some follow-up, right? So that's what happened. They had the director of the documentary on. And then Kevin, he said it right the first time. Don't go for that second one, Kev Dog. Don't take the second bite. <laughs> so there you go. We need an update for when the My Blood comes out on DVD. All right. That was a moment with Kevin. In real time. That's why I listen to the old shows. You never know when these things might pop up. <laughs> you want to finish up the week that was? Sure. Let's do this out of order. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. I went back in time. I love you guys no matter what. Like, this album's really good, but before that, like, you guys are great. So I wish that people don't judge you by this album, because before you were great. Welcome back, guys. We're doing The Week That Was. This is August 15 to 19, 2011. Let's start off with a funny Afro call. This is one, when you hear it, well, at least I would, I would think, damn it, why didn't I think of that? I would now like to perform for you my impression of Al Pacino, Al Pacino Charlton Heston, Heston Kevin, me, Bean, Cat Corbett, and the female fencing team. All right, here we go. Thank you. Give that man an Oscar, an Emmy, a Tony, a Grammy, whatever you give him. Give it to him. I, I always like the Afro calls where they just start cracking up and they say, that's fantastic. So whoever that was, good job. They announced the latest breakfast with. Now, finally, Kevin and Bean thought outside the box, not just your standard K-Rock bands. Let, let's give an indie band a chance. But we are here to announce a brand new breakfast with. You want to have the honors? Did I hit that too soon? That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I should stop it, and then I should announce it and then hit it. Okay, okay we can do that. Ladies today. and gentlemen. We are going to do breakfast with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No! <laughs> Finally got the new album coming out. Yeah. Very excited uh, about that. August 30th, I'm With You is the name of the album. It seems like it's been a few years since the last Red Hat Chili Peppers record, and they apparently, I mean, I, I'm hearing phenomenal things about this one. I hear it is great, and I can't wait to see some of these new songs live because you know what a tremendous live band they are. In fact, we did a breakfast with the Red Hot Chili Peppers many years ago along with Stone Temple Pilots. You remember we had That's them right, at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So we've seen these guys uh, play uh, you know, in a small venue like that, and it's amazing. So if you're a Chili Peppers fan, and who isn't, you can go. It's a super secret location, a double super secret date where it's going to be. This one is very much under wraps. Yeah, so I will say this, listening through this week, they did a lot of games where they played uh, you know, Red Hot Chili Pepper clips and whatnot, and you forget how good they are. Because for some reason, Kerouac decided, oh, these three songs we're going to play every day, 10 times a day, till you're sick of them. But if you go back and listen to their stuff that they didn't overplay, it, great band. Uh, on Cup of Tina Chat, they brought back Red Hot Chili Peppers. They opened up an episode with um, 
a Red Hot Chili Pepper song, and they discussed this. They said the Red Hot Chili Peppers are a really great band. K Rock just overplayed the three songs. Yeah, but I would also say it wasn't just K Rock; it was every goddamn radio station that overplayed them. And so my theory was. Uh, because every time the song gets played, they get some fraction of a penny, right? So my theory was that they maybe had a lower cost for their songs because they were played on every single radio station, whereas other bands, not so much. So that was, it's just a theory, but that's kind of what I think. Cause it was ridiculous. Uh, I thought it was cause they were from LA and we were from LA. So I figured in other cities, they wouldn't play them that much. <clears throat> Everywhere. Yeah. When I lived in Colorado, they played it. It was everywhere. And and I totally agree with you. Great band. But it, you just get to that point. Like, I just, I can't hear it again. And I've been listening to the 90s pop rock station on Sirius with Cat Corbett. And I don't know why overplaying the Bare Naked Ladies. Like, I don't need to hear if I had a million dollars 10 times a day. So they, they just get into these things. And it's just, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know why bands get on a certain rotation. I guess they yeah. spiked. You know, the listening, they spike the listeners and then they just think that they're just going to play them forever and get that spike going on. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't but Lightning my... tell us that like your typical listener comes on for like 20 minutes? Yeah. So they got to yeah. make sure they hear that Chili Peppers song in 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like them. I like them. I just, uh, K-Rock just played them out, played out a lot of the, you know, the Under the Bridge and Californication and Scar Tissue and Stadium, whatever. I don't know what the fuck they named that one, but uh, they are Katie. I like, I like, I like their music. Just K Rock, just uh, those four songs, I guess, just burned them out. But the rest of the music is great. When I listen to K Earth now, now the oldies are the stuff we listen to on Kevin and Bean back in the old days. I hate it. Oh man. So, yeah. So, but no, but they'll play some that aren't those same three. And when you hear an old Chili Pepper song, you're like, wow, those guys were good. For me, they peaked in 91. I, I mean, <laughs> they had their first couple of albums, and then their, I think their drummer left, and their guitarist died, and then they released the album in 91, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And then after that, I just lost interest. I think the, the gimmick of a really good band with, with Anthony Kiedis not being able to sing really well and or rap really well, like kind of wore off on me. There goes our shot at getting Anthony Kiedis on the show. Thanks a lot, Christopher. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> well, he, he has said that he can't really sing too. So, And, and I, I heard the rumor playing in bands in LA that they started off as a joke. Uh, the three, the three, uh, the bass, drums, and guitar, they started off playing in other bands and they had Anthony Kiedis on just as a joke because he couldn't sing. And he would just freestyle over whatever they played. And that became more popular than whatever other bands they were in at the time. Really? That's amazing. I like Yeah, because they're from like Fair, Fairfax High School or Hollywood High School. Yeah, Fairfax. Fairfax. Yeah, Fairfax. Yeah. And um, yeah, they were they were really big like in 86, 87, just locally. I think Flea even played trumpet. He was in marching band playing trumpet, and that's when he picked up bass. And then that's that's the history of the, that I know of the Red Hot Chili Peppers which is not much. That's a heck of a lot, if you ask me. Uh, Sirius Radio, if you're out there, if you got your Red Hot Chili Pepper station you know, ready to go, Christopher's ready to anchor that for you. I'm sure they have one. We could probably tune into it right now to bring oh, back that okay. K-Rock nostalgia. That's okay. Let's move on. Uh, no? The fair was in town, so of course, what does that mean? Fried food. So Bear Mugs went out there, 
And he even recorded a special song to commemorate the occasion. It's fried food, fried food. Gotta wolf down some fried food. Everybody's looking forward to some eating, eating. Fried food, fried food. Pigging out on fried food. <laughs> Everything tastes better when you fry it, fry it. Frying it, frying it, yeah. Frying it, frying it, yeah. Fried, 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 fried. Looking forward to some frying. Tomorrow with scrambled eggs, fudge Sunday comes afterwards. I don't want this frying to end. I feel a heart attack. So they sent Beer Mug out to try fried butter. Let's see how that went. They take butter, they roll it in honey, then they put cinnamon on it, and then they deep fat fry it. Oh, my God. That's not bad enough. Then they put whipped cream and powdered sugar on top of it. That sounds like you wouldn't be able... Did you finish the whole thing, Muggs? Yeah, I did not. Nicole helped me out. Oh, all right. So I brought that in. Nicole last week was trying to wrangle Kevin at Lollapalooza. Next week, she's at the fair eating fried butter. Poor Nicole. How did she survive it? (laughs) Speaking of Nicole, we did that whole thing about the uh, the documentary about the Kings of Le- Leon. So that's why I had the Nicole clip. Always cracked me up. Let's relive that. I love you guys no matter what. Like, this album's really good. But before that, like, you guys are great. So I wish that people don't judge you by this album because before you were great. So Nicole was a little bit drunk talking to the Kings of Leon. We know what she meant, that their other albums were good, too. The Kings of Leon are really good, I, I, and I have not been drinking. <laughs> what you talking Nicole, about? What were your recollections of uh, of that interview? How do you think it went? I I think you shouldn't judge the interview based on this interview, but the, you know, that you guys are great, right? That's right. That's going on our uh, our commercials from now on. <laughs> Okay, this was big because Bean, this was the year when Bean had his belly button hernia. Remember that? Yeah. I looked looked it up and he even like posted pictures of it. It was all gross and everything. Mm. So he was actually off the show for a couple of days. He finally got surgery on it. But what do you think got him out of bed? So yesterday I'm in uh, surgery getting the belly button finally fixed. I'm supposed to be asleep right now on lots of drugs. But you know why I'm not, Kevin? Because Rachel Nichols is on the phone. I know. Rachel Nichols is on the phone. I I pulled out my IV, threw away my drugs, and raced into the studio just so I could talk to Rachel. Say, what's the uh, what's the airline you uh, you want to blow up? What's that? What's going on with that? That airline that you now hate more than any other, and why? Oh my God! I'm, I'm sorry, everybody's going to kill me. I uh, I was on Continental yesterday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um and they were really, 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 really rude. And I actually haven't quite. I I'm I'm a big fan of United. I saw United a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, aren't they're they the same company now? With Continental. Yeah. And I've heard that United is going to accept the sort of laissez-faire attitude of Continental. Oh. And quite, I, I'm upset that Continental is going to be ruining United. Now, are you early? And I was verbalizing it on Twitter yesterday. Are you a high maintenance traveler? Is it? No, is no, it, no. I asked for a pillow, and they didn't have any. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was it. Bulgaria was was the perfect place to shoot Conan. Uh, I won't be recommending it for vacation. 
Um, yeah. I think the Bulgarian travel board is going to hunt me down. And, <laughs> it's not a it's not a destination stop that everyone's well, looking forward to. That's the place that tried to kill you, right? With like the flesh eating bacteria or something, right? Yeah, it was it was that was it was a very uh, it was a very even my parents my parents visited me when I was in Bulgaria because they love me and they they visit everywhere, uh-huh. um, and uh, they uh, they actually didn't want to leave me in the country when they left. I think they felt <laughs> what an unbelievable so complainer you are. <laughs> one flesh-eating bacteria all of a sudden down on a country. No, but I'm one saying the airline and the whole country yeah. and what else What else do you hate? So I remember listening to this at the time, and I thought, wow, who does Rachel Nichols remind me of? Uh, speaking of Bean, this email comes from listener Edwin. I always A lot of my when... tweets are news to me too, Bean. Back to you, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I always like it when Edwin writes in, uh, no wonder Bean loves Rachel Nichols. She's a female Bean. I, I couldn't take my pillow on the plane. I, I, I hate Bulgaria. Can you imagine these two on a trip together? <laughs> Some true words were never written. That's why Bean loves her. She's like a female Separate. hot bean. Yeah, she's hot, I was going to say. Yeah. That is a big difference. Well, still. Yeah. Inside, where it counts. Yeah. 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 So we were talking about how they would go with things. They did. They had that interview. I emailed Ralph, and the next showbiz beat, there it was. I wanted Bean and Rachel Nichols to do a travel show where they just go around complaining nonstop. <laughs> oh shit! She did become Rachel Nichols' bachelor, right? That, that that was the thing. Oh yeah, she uh, yeah she recorded that little promo for him. Yeah, she was very funny every time she was on the show. Just as long as you don't travel with her, I guess. Okay, this was another fantastic thing. I couldn't believe these both came up in one week. Let's just have Ralph start the story and. If you guys know what's coming up, you can chime in. Hey, you know this uh, Gerard Depardieu? Yes. One of the uh, great uh-huh. uh, legendary <laughs> actors of French cinema. He is drunk. Fat, fat and drunk. Uh, he was on the jet plane. I don't know when he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, really? Instant, instant file. And, Come on. Uh, he was on the plane and he said he had to go wee wee. And the flight attendant said, no, sir, we have to wait until we take off. You cannot get up out of your seat, please. And he said, but I must go. And she said, no, you cannot go, sir. Please uh, remain seated. And he decided that he would just unleash his stream on the floor of the plane. What? Yeah, Lindsay got that right. She knows what's coming up. So I brought you just the beginning of his meltdown, and then you'll be surprised at how long he loses his S. Part two. I know you got it, but (laughs) sorry. Come on. I would watch CNN all the time if this is it. He's the face of the network, right? Sorry, this actually never happened to me. Come on. All right. Sorry. Right. <clears throat> he carries on with that the rest the of his broadcast. He laughs like so a little girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when that started off in 2011. That was Anderson Cooper, of course. I think he had like a little morning show where they were to do the funny stuff, kind of like a talk soup type deal. And so he lost it. So, yeah, they played that laugh for years and years and years. And uh, that's the week that was. Back to you guys. Damn, that Anderson Cooper laugh was played a lot. I, I could never get tired of that. And it was always joyful. funny, too. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was. it was. What are we going to do next? Are we going to do the flashback or are we going to do the roundup? Sam, what do you want to do? Flashback? The dealer's flashback. choice. Sam, what do you yeah. want? Flashback, yeah, flashback it is. Flashback it is. Yeah. We're going to play a game. Do you want to play a game? Friday morning, Ralph's got the movie beat coming up in just a few minutes. The big show is tomorrow. By now you know the Weenie Rose D Fiesta 2009 with, uh, well, just everybody you'd want to see. And you're running out of time to get your tickets. Your last chance to win them is going to be this afternoon between 5 and 6. But we've got a pair right now that you can earn at 1-800-520-1067. Let's play Speedy Weenie. It's the songs you love the most from the fans on Weenie Road. We spin them up, we tune them down to give them a more hardcore sound. It's the game called Speedy Weenie. What the f*** rhymes with Weenie? That's a good question. Our uh, friend Brian Posen left a little bit too early. I think he would have enjoyed this game. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dick Whiskey has gone into the studio and recorded Weenie Roast songs, songs that will be played on stage tomorrow, but he's done them his way. And all you have to do is identify by title and artist what the song and the band are, 1-800-520-1067. Why don't we take them in order, and we'll start with Cynthia on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Cynthia. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you? Very good. Thank you. All right. You ready for your speedy weenie song? This is just uh, his version of a song that you know. Okay, go for it. All right. Song title and band. Here we go. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> Any guesses? Black coat, black shoes, black hair, Cadillac, yeah. Boys of Time, R- Rancid, is that right? Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> and by and by, not good, I mean great. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, <laughs> I suck. Oh. That, that was, was an easy one. That was this. Time Bomb by Rancid is what he was doing there. Yeah. <laughs> Better version. <laughs> Not uh, really, actually. A better version. <laughs> Angie joins us on the Kevin Amin Show. Angie, how did you do with that one, listening on the phone? Would you have gotten that if that were yours? I did know it was time bomb, actually. All but right. I hope I get mine. Here's your speedy okay. weenie. Any guesses? Uh, Weezer's, uh, oh, what's the song? Uh, the Frank Bing song. I, I Pork and Beans? Pork and Beans, yep. that's it, yeah. Nice. Frank and Beans. Done. <laughs> wow. Edge, what do you think? Sounds awesome. Oh, man, I know it's, it's Weezer. It is Weezer. Yes. Oh, man. And um, the name of it is? And, um, the title of the song is? Is, is. Pork and beans, sorry. Everyone likes to dance to a happy song. Boy, he sure doesn't know how to sing, huh? <laughs> I mean, our Dick Whiskey, he really rocked that one. Absolutely. 
All Angie right. is taking her own life now hearing that song. Of course, it's Pork and Beans. Now she knows it, but yeah. it's tough sometimes when you're the contestant. All right. Let's go to Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey, what's up? You ready for your speedy weenie? Uh, yeah. Here you go. A real treat for our new listeners in Idaho. I'm sure they're enjoying this one this morning. And by the way, that's uh, that's the whole song, too, which is odd. Really? Squeezed it all in there. Wow. That's how speedy that is. What do you think, Bob? Anyone? Jesus. Did, it, did they just not drop a their clue? I'm not even getting a guess. I don't know how Lindsay and you got some. Can you? No, I got nothing. Play it one more time? Yeah, seriously. I think I can get this. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. A real treat for our new listeners in Idaho. I'm sure they're enjoying this one this morning. And by the way, that's uh, that's the whole song, too, which is odd. Really? Squeezed it all in there. Wow. That's how speedy that is. What do you think? Is it Count Smokey Love? <laughs> I got good morning and completely naked. Yeah, that's that's I got completely naked. That's how far as I got. Yeah, that's the only two words I understood. I, I have no idea. What is it? The monkeys. I honestly, is there any way I can hear that again? No, not a chance. No, we wouldn't do that to you or to the listeners. That was Asher Roth doing his catchy hit, I Love College. That party last night was awfully crazy. I wish you taped it. All right. We are dangerously close to getting into sudden death here because so far, three contestants, three big losers, right? Let's go to Matt. Hi, Matt. Matt. Hi, guys. Good morning, Lisa Matt. Good morning, Matt. All right, you ready for your speedy weenie? Ready. Come on. Come through for us now. We may have to get Dick Whiskey on the side stage. That's all there is to it. I'm still wondering what the fucking Asher Roth is. Yeah, yeah, same, I don't know that same. either, right? I didn't <laughs> yeah, think that a was a K-Rock band. I, I, did, we tune in the, did we tune in the Power 106 where hip-hop lives? Like, um. <laughs> No, this one is, isn't it, Um, when you see yourself in a crowded room. Panic switch? I, I didn't get that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to take a guess and say Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire. Uh, the beginning guitar was that exact riff. Come on. Yeah, it, it, def- it definitely sounded like Silver Sin pickups. That's who it was doing Panic Switch. All right. Sudden death, you guys. If we get a winner, if somebody wins, they don't go into a drawing. They actually win the tickets. Will it be Kyle on line five? Let's find out. Hey, Kyle, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. What? Are you ready? I am. We're, I think so. We're in sudden death, so if you get this, you win the tickets. Here we go. Dick has never sounded better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lindsay, you know it? Does anyone else know it? No. Is it John Sedlak, seen here with his pet falcon? (laughs) 
I believe it is Sex on Fire. <laughs> Those voice yeah. actors should pay it off. <laughs> All right, I got the first three. I'm going to get uh, King Galee on Sex on Fire. There it is. Yeah! Yeah! Nicely done. Well, you will see that's that Dick Whiskey song done in a little different way by the band Kings of Leon yeah. tomorrow on stage at the Weenie Rose. Congratulations, Kyle. Thanks a lot for listening to Kevin and Bean. Way to go, Lindsay. Wow, that's when Kings and Leon were good, I guess. I hope they were judged by this, this album. <laughs> huh? Nicole, you would have got that one, right? Uh, it, it, yeah, because it, it's good, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right <Yeah>. hilarious <laughs> extemporaneous comedy here um all right let's see here I, I got totally lost in my in my keanu reeves rant that sounds great yes nailed it ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you get it when you want her to promote your podcast we got it Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Uh-uh. I like pudding. I like oatmeal. Let's get started with great news. This week, Kevin was absent, so Mike answers the question of where's Kevin? Yeah, buddy, indeed. It is great news with Kevin and Mike. I am Mike Catherwood. Kevin Ryder is uh, off for the day, and he is probably doing some type of quantum physics um, or in some type of Soviet chess tournament. You know, as Kevin would be doing in his off time. Kevin's off doing Kevin things. And meanwhile, where's Kevin? Oh, guess what? He's dead. Mike also uh, spoke well of his cats. Pardon me if I seem a little flustered. Um, there's sharp, razor-sharp clawed animals tugging at my legs. Can you see the movement in the back there? Right right by this ear here? Oh, no. Oh, hey, oh there's... Yep, there, there they go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and... Just like last episode, as you can see, all the movement back there where there's two animals who refuse to give me any type of privacy or peace. There's a dog behind me. You wouldn't know it. You know why? Because he fucking respects my time and my fucking career. Because dogs are nice. Right, Harry? Uh, yeah, so the cats were scratching up on Mike the whole time. The thing is, though, is they're kittens. So... They're going to be a little bit more active. When they get older, they're not going to care. Right, Drew? No. Are you freaking kidding? I don't have the side of my desk. There's a cat cam because, like, I will get clawed if I put anything over. No. I got no. He's screwed. <laughs> he got two of them to handle the vermin at the farm, I guess. Oh, God. I, I pray for his soul. <laughs> oh. Um. Speaking of animals, Kevin and Sluggo talked about Fritz the hippo. A baby hippo was born at the Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, that's cute. And uh, so they wanted people to guess to name it. No, sure, right? Hippo McHippo face. 
One? That is one of them. Is it? Yes, that is one of them. Uh, here's the story. From 200,000 suggestions, it was down to Fritz or Ferguson. Shut oh, up. Hold up. 200,000 from Cincinnati? Two of which were mine. No, they, they opened it up nationwide. Uh, and still, that's I can't believe Fritz. that many people are buying. Those are the worst names ever. What on earth is going what on? What has happened to people's creativity? There should be all sorts of bizarre, weird, <sighs> hippo pun names. So we decided on Baby Fritz. Boo! Boo! Baby Fritz. Ah, poor hippo stuck with a boring-ass name. Kevin actually submitted a couple of names. One of them was Fat Eponymous, and the other one was Titanic. I'm surprised those didn't win. Uh, this hippo was actually mentioned on a cup of tea in a chat, and Bean was talking about how much joy this hippo brought to him. And then Ali kind of got stuck on his name. And, and this and this little hippo has brought me joy. He's so cute. His name is Fritz. That Aww. is the name they have chosen. They have given him Fritz. Fritz said it would be like this. Wait. Do you not is, remember? Okay. Is that a... That, that? If I, you grew up in SoCal, uh -huh. that was every weather <gasps> oh. break. Like, the people just walking down the street would be like, Fritz said it would be like Clever. this. Clever. Yeah. Yeah. There's also that... that uh, <laughs> that booby place in Anaheim. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Little uh, little strip club. What's that called? Fritz, uh, I think it's called Fritz the Cat. Oh. Pretty sure. Okay. Not saying I've been there, but I have been there, but I can't remember the name. <laughs> but I think it's Fritz's or Fritz the Cat. Is Who was a wonderful, wonderful cat. You'll laugh so much, your sides will ache, your heart will go pitter-pat. Watch a Felix, the wonderful cat. Remember that? Was that an what? animated cartoon show? Fritz the Cat? Happening. Right I don't now know. I'm not you know what with is? any of this. You know what it is? What? You know what it is. Cocaine, the winner of the war on drugs. I don't know what the fuck Ali was on, but I think it was cocaine. Wow, that was hard to follow. So Fritz Coleman, the NBC4 weatherman, was what she was referring to. Felix the Cat is the cartoon cat, and Fritz the Strip Club in Anaheim was a real thing, but has been closed for several years. So it did not Drew survive knows. the pandemic. Yes. That was an excellent summary. Yeah, you almost got it. <laughs> Except, as an animation nerd, Fritz the Cat was an X-rated cartoon made by yes. Ralph Bakshi. Yes, so which now is we got the logo of the strip club. Oh, was it really? Wow. Yes. Oh. There you go, Alan. So we untangled your, your minutiae. <laughs> Speaking of Ali Minutia, she had a story about pears. So I call my mom the other day and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, just eating a pear. And I was like, whoa, a pear. And I'm like, oh, no one eats pears. That's awesome. Congrats on eating a pear. And she's like, what do you mean no one eats pears? I'm like, it's just not one of those fruits that people are like, I'm eating a pear. And she goes, why do you say that? And I said, I don't know, because it's warm. And she said, what do you mean it's warm? I just took it out of the fridge. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not the actual temperature of it. It's just when you eat it, it's like a, it's a warm consistency in your mouth. And she said, what the hell is wrong with you? How did I raise such a freaking weirdo? What do you even mean? And the more I'd explain it, the more annoyed she'd get with me. Does that make any sense to you that the consistency to that food in my mind is warmth? It makes sense to me that you have completely lost the plot, Allie. I, I your mother is right. Okay, she should change okay. her number. A pear okay. is just like eating an apple. I, yeah. Can anybody no. go on, on why pears are warm? I would love to yeah. not give any more attention to this story than has already been given. 
but uh, also uh, not like eating an apple. That's categorically false. Uh, it's what? it's a little grainier than an apple, but it's pretty much like eating an apple. It has a softer outside. Yeah. It's like, it's like mush, mushier. Like it, they, they, you, Why you, do some you people gummy. tune out? Oh, Sorry. you ask the question. You shut up. <laughs> Still, I mean, that's a, when she was talking about these stories, I, I kept hearing that drop in my head. And I, I remembered that because Bean's moving, he didn't have all of his drops. I kept waiting for that drop to be played. Oh, I'm hold on. Ready. We got a call in. Hello, sir? Oh, it's Buzz Aldrin. Hey, I like a good pair, Ellie. <laughs> Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I got a whole chunk of Buzz Aldrin I could do. (laughs) Should we ask what Nicole thinks about that pair? Nicole, do you like pears? He's got it. You you can't judge this pair based on an apple. I don't want people to do that. Do we have the murder button uh, available? Do you remember no, when pears I used to be good, him. Nicole? What? Why? Nicole's dead. Okay, Nicole. <laughs> Christopher, please help. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, here you go. Here you go. Murder. Yeah, I I don't know what the hell was going on with Ellie this week, but she was on tangents upon tangents. So we'll just leave that as it is. Um, yeah. Let's go over to Frank Murphy and Frank and Friends. We get mentioned on his show twice this week. Nice. Uh, here's the first one. I to come be on my podcast, but please understand, I don't have a time limit. <laughs> I'm like... You don't tell Frank Murphy that you don't have a time limit because that means you're going to be talking all day long. Because he sees that I always do <laughs> 30, you know, 30 to 45-minute yeah. episodes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's too short. I'm like, I know. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Four hours later. <laughs> yes, he doesn't know that when I was on the uh, Quitters Never Give Up podcast. It was they, like three hours. Yeah, and they wrote, yeah. they wrote to Bean, you know, Frank Beepin' Murphy was on for three beeping hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you got, you know, three episodes of an hour, or you got six episodes. You just do yeah, you just like you just, part one, part two, part three, three or, you know? They did it into two. They split, okay. split it into two 90-minute uh, yeah. episodes, but oh my goodness. That's amazing. So he was on the Rambling Man mm. podcast with Jody Collins, who was guest hosting this week. And can anybody guess how long he recorded for that podcast? Three well, hours. Three <laughs> tell, weeks. Didn't you tell us already? <laughs> yeah, you're already Five told hours. us. Five hours. Yeah. They had lunch together, and then they had dinner. They just And they recorded the whole thing, right? They recorded from after they ate lunch to before they ate dinner. Oh, so. I thought they recorded lunch, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I haven't listened to that one yet. It hasn't come out yet, but it will, and I will have a full report on it for you guys. Well, I would like to fact check many of these statements. First of all, we did not write in. We appeared on a crowdcast, and second, said crowdcast was sent to said person by Bean Baxter, <laughs> and... What was said was that it was difficult to edit because he was on for three fucking hours. And the next sentence, I believe, was, and we enjoyed every single minute of it, but uh, I have been handcuffed by my own statement. And I apologize again, as we've said to Frank, who listens to the show, we would love to have you on for any fucking hours. We love Frank Murphy. 
All in good jest. We love you, Frank. <laughs> Frank, if you're listening, at the second you got off, we all texted each other. Oh my God, that was the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. We want you on again. Frank, we love you. Yeah, we could have gone on five, six hours because yeah. he has stories for days. I did it because we thought I thought we were taking too long for him. So not that he was taking too long. Uh, we totally agree. To, yeah, we could have listened to more Rick D stories, more Mark yeah. Bryan stories, everything. Then the next mention was when he talked about Budgie the Whale. That's funny because on the, the Quitters Never Give Up podcast, which is the one about the Kevin and Bean show, they played the clip of um, either Kevin Smith and Ralph talking about Fudgy the Whale or they, of some, yeah. and then they had this audio clip of Tom Carvel. I'm Tom Carvel. It's time Father's Day. Fudgy the Whale is back with an ocean of ice cream. <laughs> and um, my father used to love to tell me about Tom Carvel. Oh, really? Because the company started in Yonkers, New York, which oh. is where I grew up. But we'd go to, I remember going over to the Carvel in Tuckahoe, New York one time. And it turns out there must have been some kind of street festival. I'm just a kid. My parents must have taken us. And Tom Carvel himself is there. And that registered with me because to me he was a celebrity because he's on television, right? Yeah. And there's Tom Carvel. And he kind of... Smoking Marlboro, <laughs> unfiltered. <laughs> he had this Kaz Walkerness about him in a way. Oh. You know, just kind of that rap. So he was randomly punching people? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he might have been. Sorry. <laughs> they went into many more cake designs. But, you know, Lindsay wants to cut us off at, you know, two hours, so we're done. So that's all. That's enough. Oh, that's we got. really? Okay. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Does Lindsay know what Carvel ice cream is? Does he know the reference that Frank is making? I, I think I remember doing this whole thing, and I didn't know back then. Okay. I only know because my girlfriend's mother has done the Tom Carvel impression, and I only know it through that. So that's, I, it's only through hearsay. I don't even know Sam? who the hell that is. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's Tom Carvel with Fudgy the Whale, the ice cream cake. You love it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> you want to play that clip again? Because Frank does a good impression, too. No? Okay. I'll run the Ralph report. It turned into the Ralph injury report. There's something going on mm. here in the Batcave. And luckily, Gilbert is a magician and he's able to smooth it out for the most part on the other end but it's not quite right there's something wrong with the mics or the mixer or the recorder or the computer or any number of elements that could be fucking things up so if the quality of the show is not up to its usual standards it's not that we don't care and it's not that we're not trying it's just i can't figure out what the it's dumbfounded it is super frustrating but at least my air conditioner went completely out today is that why it's so moist in here it's like a fucking sauna in here it is warm and uh that has made me ultra cranky Mm. but the good news is i woke up this morning and my back was completely out i couldn't move oh good (laughs) couldn't get out of bed and then uh, i got uh jaw pain again the jaw pain no it did not this side now the other side then eddie told this sports bar story about how he threw up eating rum cake and i don't know how to explain this it was amazing this guy named John Tay, he was told not to open up one of those like chain, like a, like a whatever, wherever country he was from, he was told not to open that, that style of food. So he's like, I'll just do a generic American sports rest, sports bar restaurant. Okay. He, this was high school. We were seniors in high school. Right. And we would, we go, we go, we show up there because he would let all of my friends drink alcohol at 18 years old. Oh, he would let you drink underage. So we'd literally go there. John Tay was hurting for business. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Every night we would go there. 
and my friends would get blitzed and all he had was uh, mozzarella sticks and rum cake. <laughs> and that's all that was at this shitty sports bar in this that's business park the in Virginia. menu for a sports bar I've ever so heard. Fucking, he had no idea what he was doing. Like, he would get drunk and take us out in the back parking lot and teach us karate. It was so fucking weird. I want to watch this show. It was so fucking weird. I would weird. watch every week. I want to see Jonte's Tavern. He made high school fun, though. It was a fun night. I bet. Always to hang out there. My friends would get drunk, and he would make mozzarella sticks for me. What was the name of the place? What did he call it? Sports Bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Sports Bar. This sounds like a scene from a... Uh, what's that guy, the director, Anchorman? Sounds like a scene from one of those movies, doesn't it? Adam McKay? Yeah, this is an Adam McKay huh. movie in the making. Come on, Eddie, sell that script. We had, we had a place we used to go to that was an Irish-themed pub attached to a Mexican restaurant run by a Korean family called the Piccadilly Peddler that, oddly enough, was a British name. Okay. Okay, that's yeah. part of the movie now, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Starring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, no. Now, don't ruin it for me, Lindsay. Don't. <laughs> Let's go into Janky Town. Janky Town had Dr. Gill on, and when they introduced Dr. Gill, they, they mentioned to me, you fuck. The most important. Why is he co-hosting? He is co-hosting because he's the most interesting doctor in the world. <laughs> he's also a fly on your head, Patreon. He is a fly on your head patron, as Dave doesn't like to say correctly. Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a fly on your head patron, the ultimate jankster that any jankster could be. One so. of the coolest janksters, too. Pro well, all of our janksters are cool, but I think Gil is the most. Nah, cool. that one dude and that <laughs> yeah. one girl. Right. So there was a shout out at the end, that one dude that's not that cool. There he is, yeah. Uh, they go into how they met Gil, which was at the 2019 singles party, which is the last singles party they ever had. And normally this is where I throw a flashback to that clip. But the story that Beer Mug tells is so amazing that we just have to listen to that. We ended up having a party till about 5 or 6 a.m. in my hotel room overlooking the Bellagio Fountains, Dave. How the hell did I get a but shit we... view? I was the fucking producer, and I got, you know what I got? Oh, well. Fucking nothing. It's two years Some, ago, Dave. Really, Three rooftops. years ago. Are you really going to be upset about it? Yes. Still? Okay. Ugh. Well, long story short, we were in our room. It happened the last night. We were all in my room till like 5 or 6 a.m. Fucking. And we were partying with really cool people, a couple girls in the room. The, the teacher and her friends. The teacher and her friends. And uh, fucking liars. Everybody, everybody took. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they lied. Don't say everybody. What do you mean? I don't know, but continue. I took. <laughs> some people took ecstasy. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, which I was given by. Oh, now you're gonna narco people. My good friend. Jesus I'm Christ, mugs. I gotta say their name. And they live at a. Uh, you did hear my red. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking that out. So. It was the most powerful ecstasy ever. Uh, Rolls Royce. Uh, it was a Rolls Royce ecstasy. It had the R, the Rolls Royce logo on it. And when he gave it to me, he's like, dude, only take half. Okay. Only take half. I kind of remember this because I think I was berating you because we had an early flight the next day. And we just went to go see Rufus. Yes. DJ. Yeah. But it's like 2 a.m. and then you take it. Yeah, dude, I took it too. And so we're like, like what so, the so, fuck? So, you so, gotta be somewhere in like so four hours. So stupid because when I took, had I guess I've taken it. One of the girls, and I won't say their names, but one of the girls uh, 
that were hanging out with our whole group and that Gil was hanging out with that night took one. Oh. And I was like, dude, if I would have taken one, like, with her, probably would have been better, right? No. Yeah. By the time mine was kicking in, everybody was leaving my room, and including the girls, and she looks at me. She's like, well, it was a pleasure. I was like, don't leave. Don't leave. I'm peeking. And then I literally... I literally, it was like, I'll never forget it. It was like six in the morning. The sun is rising. I'm, la- I'm like face planted. On- talking to the mic, please. <laughs> what do you mean? You were talking. You're using your hands. It's fine. It's a unidirectional, Dave. Don't tell me how to mic work, okay? Especially in the middle of my story. God. Anyway, uh, my face was planted up against the window. I was staring at the Bellagio fountain. Playing, um, what's the Claire de Lune in my head? The, the the song in Ocean's Eleven. I don't know. Okay, you've seen Ocean's Eleven, Dave. Yeah, remotely. Okay. Great song. Great song. Thank you, Gil. How does it go, Gil? Uh, no, I ask Gil. Mm. Don't. We don't need to hear it. I don't remember. I remember. I was trying to learn it on the piano. I wrote it. I wrote a reminder. I never got around to it though. Okay, Mux, continue, please. Hold on. We now don't need to hear it. No, nope. Do not now need we to do hear it. for my story. It's gonna get flagged on YouTube. No, it's not. So, because I'm talking over it. Um, this is Claire de Lune. So anyway, I'm staring at the Bellagio fountain and I'm realizing, holy shit, this half of Rolls Royce is really now kicking even more. So who do I call? I call my good buddy DJ Jeremiah Red on the phone and proceed to talk his ear off for the next 20 minutes of how beautiful this ecstasy is. I go, Jeremy. This is the most powerful shit I've ever taken. And I'm just looking at the Bellagio fountain. And I just want to let you know it's the most beautiful thing ever. And this is amazing. All right, take care, man. I love you. Bye. So, note to self. Whenever, when all the girls start taking the ecstasy, take the ecstasy as they're taking it. That's pretty smart. God. Yeah, but that's Man. also, I mean, now it makes a lot tell of you sense. What, I didn't get any coffee that night, if you know what I mean. I, I don't know what that I, means. I have no clue. <laughs> Coffees for closers, guys? Come on, guys. Coffee. Uh, what, what's that from? Do you know, Kale? Look it's it up. Saying, right? It's just a saying. Coffees? But coffee is the first thing you drink. That wouldn't be for closers. Makes no know. sense. It just sounded cool. Did you just make that up? No, I've heard it. Let's look it up. <laughs> let's look yeah. it up. We're going to look it up right now. Coffee's Come on. For closers. No, let's not. Let's not. You learned something from Janky Town when... I learned don't take ecstasy, yeah. Did we? <laughs> well, you learned that when when uh, the girls take the ecstasy, you have to take the ecstasy, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then coffee's for closers. And that actually is from the recap of 2019. They they did make that joke that Beer Mug can't have coffee because coffee's for closers. Because Lindsay's, <laughs> Lindsay's just so fucking... <laughs> okay. That's from Barton Fink, right? <laughs> that, that's from, uh, I think it's Glenn, Glenn, Glenn oh, Gary right. Ross. Mm-hmm. Glenn Ross. Gary Glenn Gary yeah. Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Uh, yeah, so that was a exciting Beer Mug story. That was an awesome story, to be honest. I had to cut down... I cut out a you lot. Cut that down? I Jesus that down. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but Bear Mug was very much engaged and it was awesome. He was so engaged he was away from his mic. 
Oh, I also love the attitude. Don't tell me how to use the mic as he's talking into the floor. <laughs> here's the here's the clip from the recap from the singles party. I can't repeat anything that was just said off the air, right? No. Uh, no. no. I was private. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what I can say is that Muggs, I know you're tired from the singles party weekend in Las Vegas. You are not allowed to have coffee today because coffee oh. is for closers. So he- there was like half a second of Jensen in there. I hope nobody gets mad at us for, for that. I, I heard it, but I'm a little slight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, that's the podcast roundup. You're welcome, Lindsay. Oh, my holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> Best reaction ever. Yeah, well, thanks for clearing that up because I, I had no idea where the hell that came from either. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I thought it was amazing that it was a throwback that he made that he didn't even remember where it came from because he, he didn't know what movie it was from. He didn't know where it referenced. Dave didn't know. They had to ask Dr. Gill. So, yeah, that was pretty amazing to me. But, yeah, that's the podcast roundup. And that's our show. Mm. Well, thanks, for, mm. Sam, for joining us. This yes, week. Yes. was so fun. We had a great thank time. Thank you guys for having me on. This was awesome. So, Sam, do you want to let people know how to get in touch with you, how to get some delicious barbecue, anything ah. like oh, that? Yeah. So, uh, my my uh, my Instagram is uh, Torta McNasty, or my well, my Instagram for my my barbecue is uh, ss underscore barbecue underscore, and uh, you'll see a smoker with a big ss behind it. So you guys need any catering, whatever, just hit me up. Let me know. That barbecue looks good. I got to figure out when you're making it so I can come have some. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. you're local, right? You're, you're still in L.A., right? Um, in Fontana. So in Fontana? Yeah. Oh, I'm in West Covina, so it's not that bad. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But we got to so figure next out. Next time I make some, I'll message you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you too, Eddie. Because I know everybody else is far. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I go through West Covina on my route every Wednesday. So maybe I'll drop by and get some barbecue. <laughs> oh, there you go. Definitely. All right. So thank you for joining our show. That was Sam. This is Santa Monica. Can you hit us with a Santa Monica? Oh, yeah. One more time. Right? One this more is time. Santa Monica! Yeah! yeah! <laughs> oh, that shit feels good. Oh, that feels so good. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. This is the story of Dr. Heckler and Mr. Jones. And I'm not saying it brings me a great deal of joy, but it cracks me up that some kids out there oh, had no. just spent their afternoon making signs, then they had out there to sell their lemonade, and neighbors narc on them, and the cops come and are like... But little girl, do you have a permit? No? Okay, I gotta shut you down. Hey, I like a good pair, Ellie. <laughs> Murder. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up. Eat a moon pie. Quit murdering people.